Welcome to Lions Radio Network, where the show takes you on a roaring adventure with entertaining and stimulating topics focusing on entertainment, sports, business, world news, along with many other topics. Whatever your interests are, you will find them right here on Lions Radio Network. Welcome to Love, Liberty, and Lip Gloss. I am your host, Donna Lyons, coming to you live from Washington, D.C., right here on the Lions Radio Network. And we have our guilty pleasures, and mine is the show, 90 Day Fiancé. Yes, I admit it. It's one of those shows that I have to confess that I love, because it's about real people and real stories. And if you watch it, too, I have to ask you, is there any couple on 90 Day Fiancé that are more memorable and infamous than the classic pairing of Muhammad and Danielle? The answer is no. No, there is not and never will be. They have quite a story and we all watched it unfold right before our eyes. And I am so thrilled to have Danielle on today to tell us about that story and what she's doing now. Danielle, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi. You know, I, we talked a little bit before the show, we were kind of cracking up because we were talking about grandbabies because you're a grandma now. But what I, I think a lot of us don't understand the process of, uh, of what you had to go through. Tell us what it was like. I mean, how did you find out about the show? How were you picked to be a cast member of the show? How did all that come into play? I mean, uh, how does that work? Me and my coworkers at one of my jobs that I had at the time, we watched the first season, and they knew that I was in a relationship with Muhammad, and they were jokingly saying, we should apply for you. So I thought, well, if they're going to apply for me, I'm going to apply for myself. So I sent an email in with some photos and a little bit about me and Muhammad, and then they replied back. They wanted some more information, more photos, and stuff like that. And then I think we had two or three Skype interviews each, and then they chose us to be on. That's just crazy. I didn't think it would happen, but it did. (laughs) I know, but you know what? Your story is still my favorite. I watch it. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And I get so angry. Like, I just want to punch him. (laughs) But my yeah, oh, my God. Seriously, and I hope that anybody listening that hasn't watched the show will go back and go to season two and watch their story unfold because it's quite, um, I think you'll be as upset as I am. And that's what makes me mad is like he has this huge following of people that go, yay, Muhammad, go. We're so proud of you. And I'm like, get your ass out of the United States. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Seriously. So, okay, so then you get picked for the show. And you have to, mm-hmm. all, your life is just unfolding in front of the public eye. What was that like for you? It was weird. It, it took a lot to get used to because I remember when the show first aired, I was at Walmart shopping one day and the cashier <laughs> had recognized me. She goes, I know you. Aren't you on that TV show? And I was like, no. And then I was like, 
and they know all about you and stuff. Yeah, because your life is so normal, and then all of a sudden you're like blasted out there. And I mean, and I'm sure the show's worldwide now because these people are from oh, yeah. um, all over the world. And it's oh, like yeah. this radio show that we're on now. It's worldwide yeah. as well. So I that's it's well, just crazy when when you re- yeah. yeah when you realize how large and vast the um these things can reach it's just amazing and so your show obviously because they're from the other countries um what what advice would you give someone because when you think about that there's so many differences when you date outside of the country there's cultural you know religious food everything and the way they live um what advice would you give someone who wants to date outside of the united states that they need to do their research on the country that they're going to and know, like, the culture differences, the things that you can do there, how to dress, how to act, um, and then to really get to know the person, chatting with them, video chatting, texting and messaging each other, and just having the contact. And then one of the other pieces I would advise is to go over more than once. Right. Now, how many times did you go over? I went over once. And that's right. where one of the things I regret. I wish I would have went over more than once. Yeah, because then you get to know him a lot better and, and really see the yeah. kind of person he is. Yeah. Now, are you still trying to get yeah. him out of the United States? Are you working on that or did I you just have, give up on it? I I did turn in my immigration stuff to immigration the binder with the evidence and affidavits and stuff um so now it's up to immigration whether or not they let him stay and i know he had to remove apply to remove his conditions last september and he was late doing that and that application is backlogged over a year so it should be happening at any time i know a couple weeks ago he had posted because someone sent it to me that he had went to immigration and that was probably for fingerprints because every time there's a new application, they have to do fingerprints again. Oh, wow. And I'm assuming that's what that was. So he'll probably have an interview anytime. The interview usually happens a couple months after the fingerprints are done. And then what will happen after all this is processed? Will he get booted? I mean, do you think they'll send him back? The only bad thing, if he does get booted, he can appeal it. So he'll have rights to appeal it. So it could be years before he even gets to, will be forced to leave the country. Oh, my God. It just, that just makes me so angry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, seriously. It does me too. Oh, my, oh, God, I know. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine you sit there and watch it. Just, I, I mean, and he was so bold about everything and so rude. It was just, oh my gosh. I was just, <laughs> arrogant. Oh yeah. Arrogant. Very arrogant. Narcissistic. Yeah. He's so narcissistic. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. And it's like, I feel sorry for yeah. the people in Texas because I don't know where he's living there, but I have kids that live there and I hope they stay far away. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Now, after all this, 
I mean, you're, you're obviously you're still working on this uh, and things are happening for you, but you really changed your life around. I mean, you, you're losing weight. You went, you're back yep. to school and you had a grandbaby yep. and all these wonderful things happening. Tell us about the weight loss process that you're doing right now. And what are you doing to lose the weight? Um, the weight loss process, I started back during the summer. I started, I had gotten sick during the summer with um, arthritis, I did, and uh-huh. I was at 247. So then I decided, well, I'm going to start exercising again and start eating because there for a while I did lose 20 pounds, but I gained it back during the divorce. I did because that was right. a stressful time. <laughs> oh, God, so I know. I started... <laughs> I started counting calories and I have a Fitbit that tracks my steps and I can input my calories and what I eat throughout the day. And then during the summer, I was approached by Teamy Blends as a detox tea. So I've been using that too. And then I also take LA Nutrition products, which I'm an ambassador for them. And they they have like vitamins, detox, and collagen, peptides, and stuff like that. So, yeah, and then I walk up my treadmill every day, too. Wow, good for you. I mean, and it's, a, it's yeah. if you lose the weight, and, and I tell people this, if you lose the weight slowly, it, you're not going to gain it back because you're doing it the right way. You know, people that yeah. crash and diet and they lose, yeah, like you said, when you lost that 20 yeah. pounds, you lost it so fast and it gained it back. Yeah, yep, and I've been losing it slowly, and I'm down to 233. I weighed myself this morning, and I'm down to 233. Yay! Good for you. Yeah. Keep, keep going, girl. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. I think that's just awesome. <laughs> my, You're going to be looking so my hot. First goal is to, my first goal is to hit 200. And you know what? And you'll do it if you're do if you've gotten there. You've yeah. got you don't have that far to go. I mean, it's just right around the corner no. for you to hit that 200. Yeah. And and then it'll be yeah. easy sailing. It's like God, if I could do that, I could just keep going for another 20 more. Do you do it in increments of like 10 or 20 pounds? Yeah. As yeah. your goals, yeah. Yeah, I try not to weigh myself every day. I try to just weigh myself once a week because I do have, like, high blood pressure, so that fluctuates my weight with the water retention. So I don't pay too much attention to the numbers. I more pay attention to, like, my clothes getting bigger and stuff like that. (laughs) Hey, that's what I do, too. (laughs) Hey, these pants don't fit. I need another size. I must have lost some weight. I don't like standing on the scale. It makes me nervous. Yeah. Absolutely. And now you're going back to school. Tell us what you're doing. What are you studying? Right now I'm doing my prereqs and I'm hoping I have a couple more prereqs to do that. I'm doing one, another one during the spring semester, but I'm hoping that I'll get into nursing school because there's, after I do my prereqs, I had to take an entrance exam, but I'm also working on getting a minor in psychology too. So Oh, that's awesome. Good for you. You must be so proud of yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's like I maybe know. this was, this is, this is how I look at it. There's negative sides to situations that you go through, and then there's the positive sides. And I think that this was such a wake-up call for you that you said, hey, I can't waste my life on random dudes like this. I need to better myself. Yeah. This is about me yeah. and getting healthy. Yeah, yeah. Because... 
I was so devastated when Muhammad left me and stuff, and then I got over it. I think what really did it for me is when I went to Florida and he called the police on me with the TV show there. I was like, Oh my so God, crazy. I know. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so when I got back, I decided I'm, I'm changing myself. I'm, I'm going back to school, getting a better job and showing these people that I'm not who he says I am. <laughs> exactly. You know what? And I have to laugh at that. I mean, you were bold girl. You went after him. You had all that folder of papers and you were going to show him. <laughs> no. And he was yeah. probably so afraid that you were going to tell all that. That's why he called the cops. You know, he's like, damn, I better like yep. do something fast because she's going to come up with all these papers and they're going to see him on TV. Even though we always saw through him anyways, we knew what he yeah. was about from the beginning. You know, I mean, what a, what yeah. a douche. But yeah. now he'll probably call my show up going, did you call me a douche? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Would you like to come on the show and tell your side of the story? <laughs> Right? Oh yeah. Oh, I would love it. I'd open my I would open my phone lines and let people call in. <laughs> right? Yeah. Sure A lot of people would call in. Oh God, they would. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Danielle. Well, listen. Thank you. I don't want to keep you. I know you're super busy. I just had a blast with you, and I hope you'll come back on again and give us some uh, update on the weight loss in school and um, um, the Muhammad situation, if you can, like a couple months, I'd love to have you back on yeah. uh, and hear more of what's going on and keep in touch. You have my phone number, yeah. so keep in touch with me yeah, and let, uh, text me when you get out this way. I know you're coming out Friday, okay. so let me know. Maybe we yep. can meet up for lunch or something. Okay. I All right, Danielle, you. you have a wonderful day and keep doing what you're doing. I'm proud of you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Everyone, that was Danielle Jabali from uh, 90 Day Fiance. And what a story she has to tell. And I'm telling you, if you have not seen the show, please uh, go on to um, – I think you can probably watch it on YouTube now because it's, uh, it was the second season. It's been on, the show's been on since 2014. But that story is just absolutely amazing, and I'm, I'm thrilled to have her on. We are having Molly will be coming on uh, next week, I believe, hopefully on Friday, but I, I'm working on the dates right now, so I'll let you know. And Molly has quite a story, too. Man, she's, a, she's a, quite, a, quite a woman. And I just love her. So we're excited to have her on, too. Have a great weekend, everyone. I know it's only Wednesday, but uh, my weekend kind of starts tomorrow. So um, hugs and kisses to you all. Thank you for tuning in to Love, Liberty, and Lip Gloss. And uh, tune in uh, next week. I will let you guys know when Molly's going to be on. Ciao.